Hello and welcome back to just another football podcast. This is a transfer window special. We're going to go through all of the teams transferred so far and just mumble our thoughts. Does that sound good, Fergal George? Are you ready? Yeah. Good. How are you guys, first of all? How's how's uh, your weekend's been? Thank good. It's been a scorcher here in the UK and Ireland, so uh, global warming, uh, good for the past couple of days. Global warming goes yeah. wrong. I, I honestly, I don't understand how you guys survive without AC. And you, you have brick buildings as well, so you, you all the heat is trapped in. Mm-hmm. Any Anyone I've tried to tell, like, go invest in AC has said, oh, it, it's just for a week or two, and then we're fine again. So hopefully that's the case. Uh, 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 two weeks if you're lucky. Honestly, well, maybe South of England can get very warm, but up, up, up north where I am, it's yeah, you, you'd be lucky to get it for a week. It wasn't like it's the hottest day of the year today, and or and yesterday, and like all I had to do was open the window. I I found it okay. But, Good. Yeah, that's just me. George was was the window was was the window just enough sufficient. No, no, I'm sweating a little bit in, in Newcastle, but it's probably but probably because I'm not used to used to the heat up here up north. But it's not it's not been nearly as bad as like Virgil said down south. So um surviving is what I'll say. Personally I have my very old and loud AC behind me just buzzing. So I've changed my microphone settings for this one just to adjust nice. for it. So hopefully now you're gonna the background and the like audio you know quality is fine okay we're gonna we're gonna do something different here we're gonna start from wolves and make our way up alphabetically because harry is joining us later and we want him to talk about arsenal so we found this the best way to do it but he's just gonna join us at a random point you'll you'll suddenly hear his voice magically wow um that's what we do it, it gives us a chance to talk about you know get get the top transfer top billing mm-hmm. in first top uh, nathan collins to to wolves yeah, uh, sure, uh, sure. unbelievable deal. They, they they saw the world of the goal he scored versus Ukraine, and they said yep. we'll have some of that. And and, and and you know, and then also Adama Traore coming coming back between Adama Traore and Nathan Collins. I don't know who's the better dribbler now. It, yeah, you're, you're right. They're, they're going to be tearing teams apart with these two. And you know what? They've needed this attacking threat. They they've let um. What was it, Fabio Vieira, Fabio Silva? Fabio Silva. Fabio Silva. But he wasn't yeah. much of a threat in general, so... Well, yeah, but they needed attackers. Like, they, they still need attackers. Uh, and Nathan Collins, provi- Nathan, Nathan Collins provides that, doesn't he? So, yeah, good for that. But seriously, they need to sign attackers, or yeah. I think they could be a threat for relegation because, Jose, they'll need to either, like, sign attackers or count on Jose Saw. And Nathan Collins to um, significantly reduce the threat against him because Jose saw is one was one of the signings of last season for a reason because he has the most he had the most um, you know goals saved but they were conceded like loads of chances so yeah. they need to I guess that addresses this part of it not the the over reliance on Jose saw but need attackers yeah like, oh well, they've let. They've let go quite a few, like, uh, Saez is, is gone to Pashik Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, Hover went to PSV. He, he wasn't really featuring, but it bought him for decent money at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought it was bizarre what the, the amount they spent on him. Um, 
Uh, and I think they gave him the number two as well, which even miffed me more at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And and he, like he he hasn't done anything, and he and he's gone. And also in the game against Liverpool, when Liverpool scored in the last minute, it was him that was ever so slightly out of position. I'm pretty sure, or he gave the ball away or something against his old team. Um, so yeah. and and I I remember that. Um, but it's yeah, one of those no, where the expectation do doesn't match the reality. Like like us, we're gonna come to it uh, to to Liverpool, but uh, you know Ben Davies. Like we've never we've never seen Ben Davies play competitive for Liverpool, but we thought he would be a good cover option, and just never was. Yeah. Went to Rangers. Um, I think. Yeah, I I think with Wolves as well is that you know they spent pretty heavy in the past, so it might be one of those seasons where. They, they really need to reel back, you know, with financial fair play yeah. in the future. It's going to be stamped down, or at least, I know they've been saying it for a few years, but, but you know, the, the plans are to get a lot stricter with it. So um, I, I do wonder if they're, gonna, they're just going to be a little bit more conservative. You know, Pedro Neto, if he can get into form, you know, majority of the season injured, um, like a new signing. Um, no, but in all seriousness, he, he, could, he, could, he could really, you know, help them uh, move forward, but it doesn't look like it's going to be a I mean, push for a top, a, a top front three of, it? A front three of Ped, uh, Pedro Neto, Jimenez, and Adama Traore isn't bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. But you need, like, some other striker to be there. Yeah. Yeah. West Ham. Solid mm. centre-back acquisition. I mean, we were talking about this before uh, we started recording. Naif Aguirre, who was recently injured in a friendly... Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to judge what center back suits who. That's the part. The hardest part about recruitment is because center backs really vary by the style of play at their specific clubs, and it varies club to club. He doesn't. He isn't very involved defensively, but he's a very good ball player, ball playing defender. I think West Ham kind of lacked that a bit. Um, yeah, and they they have a solid back line, but they they. I would say it's a good option for kind of ball progression. Attempts a lot of passes, attempts a lot of progressive passes relatively. A, a good aerial threat as well. His duels won his 82nd percentile last season um, or over the past year. But yeah, that's a that's a solid one for me. Alphonse Ariola uh, from mm. PSG. That is done as well. Linked with Armando Broja. If they can get Armando Broja. Yeah. Huge. That'd be huge. They were linked with um, Samaka as well. And Scamacha, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I with the signs they have been confirmed, I thought both of them were new gens. Uh, Flynn Downs, <laughs> no <Flynn> idea, <laughs> and um, <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy Nayef. What? How do you say his name? Agar, I guess. Agar, Agar, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I didn't have a clue who they were. I was like, 30 million for him? I have no notion, but hmm. if you're paying 30 million, you must be good. Now he says he's good. So He's really I'm good on football manager, I'll say that yeah. much. Yeah. Um, on, top of, on top of that, so, sorry, Ali, but in, in, terms of, in terms of West Ham, I think what was key was retaining people, and so far they've done that really well. You yeah, know, a, a lot of the, the big names... Um, they, no rumours about Declan Rice really at all. No, no rumours about Declan Rice. That could resurface. You know, a panic buy. I can can definitely see that that happening at the end of the you know uh, transfer window. But they'll they'll get a, you know significant amount of money for a 
Um, but even just other I, players, um, they, they've managed to keep keep na- names out of the press. So I, I don't think you could panic by Declan Rice, though. The amount no. of money that's... It depends how long's left, but you're talking like a £100 million deal. That doesn't yeah. get done quickly. Yeah. Like that's a, that's fair, so yeah. much money. That that would be very meticulous. Well, unless there's... Maybe United might go back to the old ways of just like... United, and Massive money, but... To to get Declan Rice out of West Ham in this summer window would need a lot longer than than like yeah. a quick last minute signing thing. Um, Yarmolenko on on the way out as well, which um, he he, he served them well, yeah. Uh, as well as Mark Noble, which he's retired, and then David Martin. Remember, he had a nice wee moment, yeah. the goalkeeper. Yeah, that was like uh, a few, quite a few before COVID. That was. Yeah, yeah. During the COVID season. Um, but if they can get Skamaka, that's I I think a clear upgrade on uh, on on um, Mikel Antonio, um, and that's saying something because Antonio is pretty freaking good. Yeah, and and, and very then the, yeah, very the, big and technical at the same time, and uh, like its technique is insane. So that would be mm. entertaining. I, I love Skamaka. the bro. The Brozier deal seems to be going fairly well as well. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Pretty big one coming up. Tottenham, a lot I'm going worried. on at Tottenham. I yeah, I, I think they're breaking into the top three. Yeah, yeah, they've got some really great signings there, and they've they've addressed a lot of the issues. You know, especially with Basuma. You know that that is key for them. I think that's a really great signing. Um, and you know, there's going to be a lot of competition in the in the front line for for, for them. You know, with Charleston coming in. I can see Richarlison if he doesn't get played. You know, he's very much like Son, you know, on the left wing or, or Kane up front. So if he doesn't get played, I can see that becoming a real issue and a bit of a dressing room crisis. But um, I'm sure Conte I think there's enough. I think there's enough games that. in the season. Like the uh, yeah, for, like they they they've got the Champions League. So um, yeah, I I I think that there'll be enough games in the season to keep him happy. Um. And yeah, the the business they've done twenty five million for Basuma is, is and and Jed Spence as well is really yeah. really good. Um, they, I mean, the only thing is is that they've got um they've got Reguilon at left back and Emerson Royale who were both brought in uh, last just summer and the yeah basically just like the season's gone by there. Both spent decent money on, and now they're like looking to be sold pretty quickly. Like so, yeah. um, Doherty might be sold as well, but I have a feeling it'd be Emerson's probably easy. Uh, Royale is probably easier to shift on than Doherty, and Doherty's actually done all right for for yeah. um for Spurs uh, under Conte until he got his injury. Yeah. So, um, it's yeah, an interesting it, new it, role of him, like kind of. Cutting in, like if you're playing football manager, it's it's an inverted wing back situation. He's he's drifting in and actually being a presence mm. in the box or in that like half space, I suppose. Um, from from crosses coming in, and he would be present at the back post, scored a goal from it. Um, yeah. So Jet Spence coming in is is interesting in that regard. Like, how is how is he gonna use the Wing backs. Perisic, I think, is a nailed on starter. Yeah, yeah. He's he's Conte through and through. Yeah, he's he's one of these players who's been around for ages. Um, 
there's a couple of these players that like uh, you know I wasn't sure uh, uh, it's going to be harsh in Paris because didn't he score against England was it him that scored against or was it Manzukic that scored against England but, uh, like, uh, but, both uh, yeah both 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 who scored the but, but, uh, what, what I was going to say about Paris is he's one of these names that you know if, if you weren't into European football he's been floating about in the ether uh, up there with the Julian Draxlers of, of constantly being linked yeah. and, and, and let, let us let us snippets of uh, is he going to sign and, and you know he is a real player after all and he's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, for, for an English club but yeah no he, he's a cracking signing uh, he's, he's just going to work so well at left wing back and then they've they've already got Reglion who I think he's Reglion solid and Cessnion it'd be interesting if Conte can turn his career around yeah. He was really exciting when he first broke through, but um, they've got really good cover and depth, and they've got that Pepe Tsar coming back again. I've no idea if he's any good, but the guy that bought last season and then um, loaned out, he's he's to come into this team. Uh, Tottenham are looking scary, and Troy yeah. Parth. <laughs> um, was the fit, was the fittest player first day back of training? Troy Parr hit hit the hit hit the fitness uh, regime in Cyprus, and he's back with a vengeance. Good for him. Clement Longley is worth a mention too. I think he's taking Ben Davies' spot at left uh, left centre back. Most definitely. It's, yeah. it's interesting yeah, that he's really playing well. in a back three system. Now he's played all of his Barcelona career in a back four, but that's you know that's something to to be seen by time. Southampton. That's a that's a, that's an interesting one for you, Virgil. Yeah, uh, keep Ali, it on the Irish bit... on the Irish theme. It's been heavy so far. This is huge. Like, what what a good deal! Twelve million <laughs> for for the next best keeper in the world is is an absolute steal. <laughs> yeah. I, I I and like I he's already pulling off unbelievable saves. This guy is going to blow up. If, I I I I don't know when. Um, I don't know when he's going to break into the first team. I it could be from the very beginning. I don't know what respect Hasenhut is going to um, pay to McCarthy if, he, if he's going to give him a a chance. But Bazunu will be first choice by the, the end of the season if, if touch wood no injuries occur. Mm-hmm. He, this guy is is top 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 tier. I've been banging on about him for ages, and we're going to see him for for all all his glories. Uh, he, he's going to be class, um, but yeah, they, they've done some other like decent business. Um, uh, Aribo was one of the brighter sparks for Rangers. Joe Aribo, I need to cut off here because these types of transactions confuse me from a like a professional standpoint. It's like it, like just like Rafinha that worked brilliantly. Rafinha from a European, you know, European competition participating team. That's a real long way to put it. But to Leeds United. Just promoted, relegation battle is expected. <laughs> it it confuses me why well the paycheck is bigger, sure, but why would you take I guess it's maybe like a step down and two. It's just up the Premier League. And it, it's it is the Premier League, but Arebo going from Rangers Southampton is a pretty it's it's interesting to to think about from their perspective. Bit of a risk to take professionally. Um, but ju- like Rangers just been in, in a Europa League final and just goes to Southampton and expected to be in a relegation battle for me anyways. 
Yeah, no, totally. And, and like Rangers, a massive club um, as well. But uh, that's the pull of the Premier League. Like you saw it with um, Brendan Rodgers, for example. He 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 took the the job at Leicester after you know winning everything with Celtic and and could, could have pushed on into into the Champions League with them. And yeah. Chose not to. It, it, it it's a well trodden path, unfortunately, for for Scottish football. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that so Southampton again are going for the same thing they've done last summer and buying the, the rejected or yeah. not getting a chance youth players from top teams. This time they've decided to pick on um, Man City. Uh, Romeo Lavia. Yeah. Like 40 million buyback suggests that he's he is like he's highly rated by Man City. I've heard the name so I can't say any more than that but if you Usually, if you've heard the name of one of these random youth players, they're usually decent. Um, so, um, yeah, that, that's all I can say. But Bazuna, yeah, he, he's the main guy. He's he's going to be class, um, and it's brilliant for for him. Mm. Um, one last one. And as, go on. Yeah, as as one as one Irishman, you know, joins the club, another another leaves with Shane Long. He's, that's he's that's got to be devastating. He has gone home. He has. I could be. It's for the better. Of everyone, maybe uh, perhaps he, uh-huh. he has gone home, but he has left the school. Isn't Shane Long the, the, the holder yeah. of the quickest goal in Premier League history with Southampton against Watford? I think it was Shane Long. Seven seconds. Um. Yeah, I think you're right. I, he's, he's definitely he's the holder. Right. I, 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 can't, I can't remember if it was West uh, West Brom or Southampton. Oh, it's definitely Watford. Both. It's definitely Watford. Um, it was Watford away. Uh, seven seconds. In. That was funny. Um, one last one on Southampton, actually. Armel Ar- Armel Belicott chap. Um, he is a centre back from Bochum. The, I mean, the questionable part of it is him coming from Bochum, a very you know, this relegation type Bundesliga team, and Bundesliga defensively is not a great level for me. But he fits some sorts of things there. Looking to do ninety um, second percentile in interceptions, so uh, like fits the high you know intensity like model of defending and, and the high press and everything. Um, decent aerial duels percentage as well. They they've had a problem with that, so maybe he faces a few problems. But mm. moving on to one of my favorites. I don't know about you guys, but Nottingham Forest have had an impressive, in bold underlined. Impressive summer. I am blown away. How have they managed to pull off Taiwo Awani? Like fifth in the, that's another one. Like you, you just just won fifth place with you know Berlin. Gonna play European football and bam, just promoted. Didn't, didn't know you could game. win fifth place. I mean, one are you placing the Europa League? <laughs> given where they were like oh, three years the... ago. That's I didn't. Even, I I I I had no clue about this guy. But yeah, no, I've I've heard good things. Big he was and physical, and he um. Oh, now you say that, I actually do recognize him. There you go, there you right, go. Okay. He has like seventeen goals. No, oh, yeah, I knew I knew he's done well. Um, yeah, he. I I I'll I'll wait to see. I I don't know anything. Hey, yeah, it's shame they lost their goalkeeper though. Their goalkeeper was really good. Sam. Um. Yeah, that is true. I think the the upgrade. Wayne, Wayne Hennessy's in there. <laughs> Wayne Hennessy's in there. I mean, it's it's about as reliable backup as they could have gotten. 
uh, Dean Henderson has signed for them. Um, yeah. By the way, can we just say something about FB Ref? There's amounts of, you know, uh, captures that we have to do and these days. Every page turned on. I'm, like, clicking on random images of buses. But, no, Taiwan E scored 15 goals last season um, in, uh, like, basically a goal game in the Bundesliga. It's mental. Um, helped in fifth place. And then Omar, Omar Richards in one of the most bizarre... Mm. Transfer moves goes on a was a free to Bayern Munich. Yeah, um, I'm sure he had a great time. Was, that must have been a great experience for yeah. him, great education. Yeah, um, Chris Richards is um, going to do the same thing. Chris Richards is going to move from Bayern. Um, yeah, I, and there's also where Nico was Williams. There's another one. Yeah. Nico, they managed to get Nico Williams from Liverpool. I mean, it makes sense from Nico Williams' point of view. He's wanted to. He's wanted more game time for a long time. He's a like, he, he looks good solidified well, national like. team player and needs to keep his form up. Um, he's exactly. definitely starting. I wonder if they will use him in left wing at times. That's kind of his main role in, in Wales, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Musa Nyakate is the one last one I need to kind of highlight. This is another one. That's a blinder. I, I'm blown away. Nyakate, I thought, I thought Nyakate would move in a year's time to a top 16. Like that's how good he is, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. But have they have they have they done enough to stay in the Premier League? Is that yeah, is going to be the question? But yeah. but the problem is that you've got established teams. You know, you look at the teams that were fighting relegation last year. You've got Everton and and, and Leeds, um, Newcastle, arguably, and you know, obviously the first half of the season. I don't honestly, no matter what, you know the additions that you make as as a team that goes up through the playoffs it's always going to be a struggle this year they'll definitely be down there i think the the signings are extremely smart simply because i don't know if obviously they've got relegation release clauses but if they do go down they've got a lot of asset there you know they've got a lot of assets to sell on so it's not unwise business it's not seri for um for for 40 50 million you know it's very <laughs> low the whole it's yeah, you know. It... <laughs> I blew my mind. I saw that the other day. Hey, I remember because it was the same summer Iniesta left Barcelona, and this yep. man was getting touted as yep. Barcelona's replacement for Iniesta. He's now playing at Hull. <laughs> it's an absolute joke. What a far from um, like, yeah. Another one of those bizarre signings is Anel Amadozic to Sheffield United. Like wonder good center back in FM. Like. This is, and, it, and I mentioned, I reference FM a lot, but this is a solid indicator of how good he is, how high his potential is. They get well, it right. One, one interesting that? one that's on the on with Nottingham Forest's books at the moment is, is uh, Jonathan Panzo, who won mm. the under 17s World Cup. Yeah. It was brilliant, really highly rated at Chelsea. Uh, and he was one of the first of, of this, like, a lot of, of young chess players to move away from Chelsea before he even got a sniff of the first team. Mm. He moved to Monaco. And then yeah. his, his his career just seems to have, have sta- uh, stagnated. I'm not sure... I haven't been keeping a close eye on it too much, but like he went he went to a team in um, in Belgium, and then, now he's back at, at uh, Nottingham Forest. But he's not even going to get a chance here. He's, he's out in loan to Coventry then. So it's like... Um, for someone that was like re- really highly rated, re- and Chelsea were looking to keep... At the time, it, it's it's mad to see his career, but yeah, that, mm. that, you you could end up being like the, the if you give it a couple of years, you could end up being like this um 
Awani fella that, that uh, Forrester just signed, you know, if, if your career goes well. So it's, it's mental. Focus on my game. Uh, Awani, it's hard. Hard to pronounce. I'll forgive you. There's, it goes I, Y, I at the end. Like, what? what is that? How do you make that <laughs> noise? It, it, it's knee. 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 Okay, on that right. note, we'll, uh, we'll welcome Harry in. Uh, we... Yeah, he, he'll know how to pronounce it. Uh, he'll know how to pronounce it. Let's see, let's see. Taiwo Awaniti. Perfect. Welcome, Harry. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Easy. What's all the fuss about? I know. I don't know. We're having struggles. Thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll rely on you for pronunciations from now on. Cool. Should I just wait until there's anything else? Yeah, we'll we'll let, we'll bring you in when anything goes. Cool. No, you you Good get stuff. Your time, Easy time. evening. Easy evening. Uh, welcome yeah, back. Yeah, how, how do you pronounce this? Matt Target. <laughs> Matt Target. Matt Target. 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 Been, been a while, though, Harry. How's how's your summer? How how are things? Hot, mate. Too hot. Like genuinely like dying here england get, is not designed for hot weather get um, a fan an ac something do you have a fan i, I do mate i do I, to be honest i've actually coped all right today but uh there was some rain i don't know about you george um there was some rain where i live um earlier which is i've never wished for rain yeah no no i was gonna say i've never wished for rain that's why yeah you know i was just i thought i'd give a little weather update um oh. I'll tell you what. Yesterday was boiling. I was I was working at the Philadelphia Union youth team uh, game, and it was boiling. It rained, and it became immediately better. I, I well, the thing is, like weather. rain in England shouldn't be a story, but given the weather we've had in the last like two and a half weeks, yeah, um, yeah, it like it's a rare sight. Anyway, other than weather, all been good, mate. Um, good to be back on. Been slacking a little bit. You guys have carried the load nicely, so. That's Let's much appreciated. Um, but yeah, good, good to be here. Newcastle United. Um, speaking of Matt Target and pronunciations, he's coming from Aston Villa. Um, Nick Pope, though, is the one that's a little bit more interesting because what happens with what happens with Dubravka? It's it reminds me of it's a very watered down version of it, but PSG signing Donnarumma while Keller Navas is there. It's like two first team. <laughs> Goalkeepers, I I don't I don't know about that. I think yeah, it's I, very I, don't, I don't know if there's any alcohol left in that drink. Is that watered down? Like <laughs> yeah, but, um... <laughs> it's incredibly watered down. <laughs> it's as watered down as it gets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think Dubravka's like one of the he's Nick Pope was definitely an upgrade, but yeah, you would if you're Dubravka, you're probably feeling a bit hard done by for definite. I wouldn't say so. I mean, when I when I watched him, the crowd were really uneasy with him um, in terms of catching balls and also playing out from the back. So, look, Nick Pope's not the best distributor. Um, certainly haven't haven't necessarily you know added to the team there. But airily, he's he's you know far superior to Bravica to Pri- <laughs> No, hey. I'm struggling pronouncing. Harry, 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 come in. Dubravka. Thank you. Harry. Um, yeah. he, he couldn't catch. He couldn't catch a cold. So um, you know, Nick Pope. He's going to be a massive upgrade. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's very he's a lot better in coming on and claiming crosses. Yeah. Um, 
I think I, I recall when we were, that's like a while back now, but when we were doing our squads for the England um, Euros squad, we were saying like Pope should be kind of in the conversation for starting and coming out and claiming crosses was, was a massive, massive part of that. So yeah, definitely upgrade in that regard. Uh, the other one is Sven Botman. Sven Botman, I made a YouTube video about him a while back. Um, and he, like he's a player that particularly interests me because he was linked for some period of time to Liverpool. Um, yeah. and, and not unreasonably. This is a very solid, ball-playing, progressive option that is uh, is going to just... Like, they're obviously going to this more modernized system of, of football now. Um, and Botman is going to help that a lot. Um, yeah, yeah he doesn't I... want to be there, though, does he? He, could, he looks like he <laughs> couldn't give a rat's arse about signing for, for the mighty Newcastle United. Yeah, I don't know. He, he, all, everything that came out, just all the rumors were like he's trying to. Was it AC Milan he's trying to go to instead? Where was he trying to go to instead? Ooh, I don't and know then, and then when he got he got there, there was a shot of him getting out of the car, and it looked like they had just been kidnapped again. It would be just like Christian Eriksen. It's not Christian Eriksen. Just like. Uh, Frankie De Jong going to Man United. He just doesn't want to do it. And Barcelona trying to force him. Speaking of Man United, they're up next. Nicely segued, Ali. Very good. Thank you. I, force for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you straight to, into it. No, I. I mean, I, it honestly wasn't wasn't intentional. But I, I'm. It's pretty bizarre the the way Barcelona are just trying to force Frankie De Jong out, but then giving an extension to. Um, uh, Usman Dembele and buying Lewandowski, obviously huge wages, fifty million euro transfer fee. And it's like, come yeah. on, man! Like, why, why are you doing this? Why, why this is bad employee practice, employer practice? If 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 this was a person, they they'd be signed into rehab. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it does. Yeah. It does sort of have those sort of tendencies associated with it doesn't it they're going back to their bad habits yeah. like it's, it's gambling like, drinking <laughs> doing all sorts of drugs just can't help themselves and won't be helped either lisandro martinez no. the memes have gone around about how sure he is at 5 10 11 Five nine, nine. Five nine. He's kind of solid in the air, though. And the the kind of the the argument that's been spreading around on Twitter is how he will he would struggle at Man United because of the the crossing that happened in the more direct style of the Premier League, and it's just not. It's just completely wrong because the Eredivisie apparently attempt three times the crosses that the Premier League do. The Premier League teams do, and he's dealt with it pretty well. His aerial win percentage is very solid. I don't have the numbers in front of me, to be honest. But it's I feel the that 80s. That's all well and good. I feel the necessity, as uh, you know, we're a short podcast here to yeah. um, you know stick up for the short man a little bit. Do we have um, Martinez? Yeah. Well, listen, let's not go too far because he, he has signed for a rival. But what I will say is. He's a good player, clearly. I think he's a versatile player, and I think he's a good signing. Um, yeah. And I would have taken him, like we were in for him as well, documented, and I wanted us to sign him. A lot of money, um, I think. I think it's a lot of money. Um, but 
you know, do Man United need a centre back? Yeah, probably. Um, is yeah. he a good centre back? You know, time will tell. But I think in this transfer market, like there aren't many bargains to be had. And what you've kind of seen with Ajax is where there's been interest, they've used it to their advantage to essentially create a bidding war. Although I don't know how much we actually ended up bidding after Man United got involved. But, you know, they got a good price for him. Man United got a yeah. good, I think they get a good player. Um, it's just whether him and, you know, what what else they've done is is kind of enough in isolation, basically. Yeah, on, to- on top of that, I think it's a natural fit. Obviously, he fits the system. You know, he's played that. It's going to be going to fairly fairly comfortable with that. Um, we've heard sort of things about him matching quite well with with Maguire. That's just speculation in terms of style of play uh, and whether he, whether he'll even be next to Maguire. It looks like it will be um, because he's got captaincy or, or looks to, to have it. Um, remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good signing. It's a smart signing, but it's, you look at the ins for Man United and it's just not enough, is it? I mean, the, you've you've got players, Cavani, Mata, Pogba, Lingard, um, Matic, all out, you know, Dean Henderson, Pereira. You know, they're not great players. You know, let's not, you know, act as if they're losing, um, you know, extremely talented footballers other than Paul Pogba, uh, arguably, you know. Um but their their squad their squad depth, you know, they need to sign. I, I think five five players at least to to, to flesh out this squad. Is it? It's a nightmare. Yeah. It, well, they they absolutely need to get Frankie De Jong in. They absolutely whatever they whatever they do in this transfer window mm. for me, it has to be him. It has I don't to be. Think so. I'll tell it, you why I, because he clearly doesn't want it, and if he doesn't want it, you just pull out of it and try to look for another option. I think he doesn't want it enough. I think if he, I, I, I think it's important to know if he was absolutely not interested in going to Man United at all, I don't think yeah. they'd have pursued it. But what I would say is equally, if he was absolutely desperate to go there, would he be holding out over his deferred wages? I don't yeah. think so. If this is Man United 10 million, years ago. I know it's a lot it's of money, lot of money. I get that. But I feel like they would have reached the compromise quicker on it. I think there is there is a degree to which... He's uncertain about the project, and I think that the wages that he's owed are, you know, essentially provide him with a good explanation for that. But I also think 17 that... 17 million explanations. <laughs> 17 million, 17 million reasons why he doesn't want to join Man United. I, yeah. I think that the reason I think they need to get him, um, other than the fact that he's a good player and improves them, is when you spend this long on a target and don't get them firstly it's it's well documented how long they've been pursuing him so it'd be yeah. pretty damn humiliating and then secondly how many other players would they have to sign to sort of compensate for not having done that deal and how long the opportunity cost of it you know who who else could they have pursued in this time i just think there's a yeah. lot of intangibles you could you could attribute to it if they don't get over the line and yeah. so whether this window is a complete disaster or you know, a decent window for a, for a you know new manager. I think will probably come down to whether they get that deal done. Just in in my mind, I will reference um, the the listeners, the people uh, to last episode, the episode before this. It was a long form Man United uh, kind of special episode, um, and uh, you know, Reamer and uh, Fez talked a lot about what kind of the thinking from those transfers would be and. Yeah, what we they, talked about Malasia and Ericsson in, in those. Um, I found out Malasia was a was a left back, not a right back. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I I was thoroughly educated. Thoroughly, uh, they do need a right back to be fair. Um, 
But yeah, moving on to the other side of Manchester City. It's This is pretty simple for me. Fernandinho out, Calvin Phillips in. Jesus and Sterling out, Erling Holland in. This does two things. Changes slightly the way they, they operate and attack. Like they have a verifiable goal threat now because this is one of their arguably very few weaknesses. And also solves the very slight team chemistry problems in terms of Sterling wasn't happy with his playing time. So the, the options are just one fewer so they can have some semblance of at least consistency of playing time for all of those star players that they have. Um, Mara is renewed, so he's gonna he's gonna be there for you know a lot of game time as well. So yeah, I mean the one thing is now Raheem Sterling going out to Chelsea, one of maybe City's best ever players, going for fifty million transfer fee to a direct potential title rival? Question mark to Chelsea. I find this poor from their part. Oh, well, I um, th- there was a point that's been made this summer. I can't remember who was making it, but um, the, the fact that uh, primary, the top primary clubs need to c- come to terms with they're going to have to make deals with each other to get rid of their top, top players for decent money. Because yeah, nowhere, nowhere else, they can't go anywhere else. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. You're right. Um, and, um, and so th- this is part of that um and man city just seemed to be one of the easiest clubs to leave so you just seem to have to say it to them and they're like yeah if we get a good deal we'll off you go and and i think all parties are pretty happy with that mm. um like there wasn't he, was he signed for 50 million was it as much as that i think, I think it's less but pounds. yeah but but in, in, in so regards to that well yeah, in in regards to Sterling, obviously uh, the one negative with that is that I don't I don't know if they've got a like minded player. Um, whether they need that, you know, is is up to up to Pep. Um, the other point I wanted to make is the contrast between City and United, um, red and blue, but also transfer policy. You know, they've got rid for a fee. You know, Jesus and and Sterling, arguably, you know, two two you know really great squad rotation players if not you know first team starters for city um but they've got money for them while man united you know they've released all of the players that that had you know maybe a year ago some value with jesse lingard pogba um pogba lingard yeah it's a uh, really disgraceful situation absolutely i mean they they've lost out on on uh, you know 10 20 20 million altogether in these fees, you know, with Pogba, you know, pushing 30, 40 million um, in transfer fees. Yeah. That's significant, especially in this climate. And I remember, I forget who who it was. I think it was maybe Raiola was basically mentioning that in, in this new wave of football, a lot more players will, will be running out their contract. Um, City don't let that really happen, which I think is a really valuable thing for them in terms of just recuperating some of the transfer fee that they're paying out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, well, there's one other thing. What was I going to say? It was just, um, Julian Alvarez, be interested how he gets on. He, he seems like really young and exciting. So um, yeah, he, he's finished his loan, so he's officially joined them finally. Um, but yeah. He, uh, Apparently, he can play a bit of everywhere, so he, he, um, he'll probably fit in wherever he can, whenever Haaland's getting a rest. And Haaland, 
I'm I'm scared for it to see how good he is going to be, especially he, when he's got supply chain of of a uh, Grealish, Foden, um, Bernardo Silva, uh, Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Yeah. It's scary. Um, and the other team that have shifted to that direction of a verifiable, actual, just main goal scoring threat as a striker, like classic yeah. Liverpool, Darwin Nunez. It's uh, it's been discussed a lot. There hasn't been anything new with Liverpool for a long, long time, except for Ben Davies going to Rangers. We've doubled our money on someone who hasn't made a competitive appearance. That's like very, that's very good business. But I'm disappointed. I was looking forward to this. Ben Davies was like one of my main players in my first ever football match to save. So I, I really wanted to see him play in real life for my team, you know? Uh, so that, that's Dave a bit do- sad. Well, Liverpool again, like consistently, they've, they've made great sales. They've got um, like Minamino for 15 million. It's not a huge transfer fee, but I'm pretty sure they've doubled what they paid for him. Yeah. Um, uh, Mane. Get something for him again when he's running down his contract. Mm-hmm. Nico Williams, sixteen million. That's so good for yeah, for a player really that first team appearance uh, or ne- never been a first team player. I might say never been a first team player. So like again, in comparison to Man United, uh, it's massive. And then the signs they're br- they brought in a big money for for excuse me for Nunes, but then they're only playing five million for uh, Carvalho and Ramsey, and both of them are really highly thought of. So. Yeah. Um, Liverpool again doing a good business. I do have my reservations about Nunes, though. Yeah, I do as well. I, yeah. I, 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 I get the feeling that the, the options of a striker were just not out there, other than Haaland or Mbappe, and those just deals aren't doable for for Liverpool, um, for whatever reasons. And I feel like Nunes. Like I feel like there would have been serious discussions about paying sixty four million for Nunez. I I think they've overpaid quite a bit for him based yeah. on what he's done before. Mm. He might prove to prove me wrong here. Hopefully, but um, it ju- just seems ever so slightly too high. But that's what you have to do with with the the Portuguese clubs once they have a release clause. It was the same with Jao Felix. Um and and like Jerry Felix went for a hell of a lot more, but he's definitely not been worth it. So yeah. Nunez, <laughs> I think I I think I think he can, might come good, but I think I don't think he's going to hit the ground running like Haaland might. My my problem with these kind of players when they move for such high fees, it's the same as as Lukaku. Um, you think no matter how well they do, they'll only have done the bare minimum. 65 million you i mean 65 million you're expecting you're expecting a lot out of that you know whether it be obviously a signing for the future he's going to have to be scoring consistently 20 goals a season um you know in maybe a couple of years for 5 6 years it, it's a lot of money like you don't maybe in the modern transfer for um you know era it's slightly different but that that expectation that weight on his shoulders maybe you know, quite a lot for for a fairly young person uh, to take on. Also, I'm sure we've all seen the compilations of preseason and 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 training. He's killed a few. Yeah, he's killed a few astronauts, isn't he? He's he's, he's, <laughs> um, he's a bit prone for losing a few balls in the out. But yeah, you know. it, it was the thing that was brought up before he signed that his his touch isn't isn't great, and 
the though they are individual clips and like it's pre-season and all the rest of it it's 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 not good good to for it to be especially when you as you say young player 64 million if i hope he hasn't got twitter because uh yeah. and because it that'll do his confidence no good whatsoever and also it someone made the, a good point in twitter it was like sort of a jokey comment it was one of the I can't remember who it was Milner or Henderson. They're already coming out giving excuses and an explanation as to why he he's, might be a wee bit off. And it was like mm. it's only preseason. Like do, like you don't do you really even have to answer those questions? Like you just quoted mm. it. I can't remember who it was, but it's like I I don't know. It I will wait to see with with this sign. I'm not convinced by it. Um. I know a lot of people that know football rate them highly, so I'm probably wrong. But it's a it's a big change, and I think we're gonna have a big change in tactics as well. Um, yeah, Carvalho played against played three seasons so far as a left sided midfielder, but look out for the option of four two three one. I think if we have a double Definitely. pivot of Fabinho and uh, and Thiago, and then either Firmino or Carvalho in front of him with um the uh the only option up front or like the main striker front being nunez this could work out well um but maybe we have this dynamic on the right remember of elliot slash henderson and salah and um trent maybe we have something on the left where the elliot is carvalho and the salah is diaz and it's a similar kind of thing uh robertson as well support so I don't know. I'm I'm pretty intrigued to see what we what we do tactically. Liverpool don't usually miss either. It's, it's yeah, that's the one thing. Like I'm I'm pretty easy. I, I I wasn't convinced about the the idea of the signing in the first place because it's just a really big shift. But I'm I'm just positive. I think we downgraded in personnel, like Mane leaving and Carvalho and and sorry and um, Nunez yeah, coming nice. in is is a downgrade. Is a downgrade. There's no getting away from it. Yeah, that. that's yeah. true. Leicester City. Moving on to Leeds United. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leeds United have had my favorite transfer window out of all the Premier League clubs. Obviously, because they, they are basically the American national team now by this point. But the, the, the signings are very impressive. Very impressive. Brendan Aronson and Luis Sinistera and Rasmus Christensen and Mark Roca and Tyler Adams. Watch out. These are going to bang, all of them. And they're all going to get, probably all going to get the start of the lineup immediately. These are good. These are good. If you have a, like a front five, uh, or sorry, like double pivot 3-1 of Mark Roca, Tyler Adams, um, Daniel James for now, Brendan Aronson as the 10, and Luis Sinistera on the left, and then Patrick Bamford up front. This is very strong. They 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 shouldn't. They should be mid table at least now in like this twelfth to tenth position. They shouldn't be a relegation threatened team now. I feel. I think. I don't know. Look, they're they're signing a lot of players that fit into their system on on paper. You know, RB teams will do that high press um, for the for the manager. RB leads maybe in the future, um, but look, they they struggled last season because they, they 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 ultimately didn't didn't have the squad depth. They've added you know a, a fair number of 
you know, rotation players or first team starts the team. I, I truthfully don't know a lot about the, the players they brought in. You know, I'd be lying if, if I did, um, other, other than Tyler Adams. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I've, I've always been negative towards Leeds. I will wonder why. Yeah, naturally. Uh, yeah, mm. naturally. I would say um, Luis Estera is like a very flary left winger, like ball carrying, aggressive dribbler, runner in behind, a goal threat. Mark Roca was very highly thought of at Bayern Munich. Uh, just never made the first team because there's just so many hurdles to get through in terms of personnel. Brendan Aronson, Philly Union boy, took a selfie with him, didn't I? A few weeks ago. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan. He He's mainly the number 10, but he can also play left wing. But yeah. Very... Uh, Gabby's meant to be very good as well. Um, the, the fellow they signed from Man City. Man City seems to be getting rid of a lot of youth and cashing in on them. Um, and um, there's a couple of people expecting that he by the end of the season he'll have made his uh, first team uh, appearance. Um, highly rated youngster. Would be lying if I said I know anything about them. They do need to strengthen in defense, particularly center back and left back. They're playing with Jack Harrison at left back now. I'm not sure about that at all. Um, but I can I would, see it. I can I can see it, but it's not the best option. If you if they can go and sign, and this is a very biased thing, but I also if it's perfect, Kai Wagner from Philadelphia Union, go and get him. He will cost less than ten million pounds. He has already ten assists in a, in the all season, and we're just uh, just over halfway through the season. In like aggressive presser, aggressive dribbler, set piece specialist. Very complete, like as as a complete left back as as I've seen outside of Europe. So go and get Kai Wagner. He they should they they won't regret it, and uh, I think they should go and get just like Nottingham Forest managed to buy Musani Akate. I think Edmund Tapsoba could be a, a good option for Leeds. Oh, we be getting linked with them. Yeah, why. I know, I know. Um, I think I think Leeds should just go and do it. Cash in. They have a lot of money. Okay, they do. They do. Full I was going to say that that's the two. Before we move on, Ali, sorry, on. We, we must mention that they've lost probably their two most influ- influential players, that in is Calvin true. Phillips, that is true. and um, obviously he, he had a lot of injury problems. But but Rafinha especially, yeah. um, you know, we don't have to go into depth, but they, you know, they'll be difficult to replace. I mean, they've. Re- I think they've replaced them well personally, um, especially with players that um, haven't played in England before. Yeah. Um, that is true, uh, and they're they're not even buying from um, top five leagues uh, for uh, like some of the main players. Like it's it's Austria and um, uh, and Ev- and Evans. Like R- RB Salzburg, yeah, but like the 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 proofs there of all the good players that have come through the Champions League. Um, done really well in the Champions League, um, but it, it I I know I still think some of them. Not all of them will hit the ground running, and I think they kind of need good, uh, most of them to hit the ground running. So, um, it's risky enough, but they, oh, yeah, all the hipsters on Twitter seem to like the signings. I yeah. love the signings. I don't know if I'm a hipster, but I love the signings. So Definitely, I'm analyst hipster type. Analyst hipster's yeah. not really a word that's used anymore. So. Uh, <laughs> no, you can, you can. Uh, why? Why not? 
I, 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 I just think it's, it's um, maybe it's hipster to say hipster now. I don't know. Hipster to yeah. say hipster. That's quite <laughs> half. All right. These next two themes, we should kind of go through very quickly. I haven't done much. Fulham, concerned. Apart, apart from Joe Paulinia, this is someone else who's like, you expected to go to a much better side. But then he goes to Fulham and you wonder if he's really that good. Because. I don't know. Fulham are going to survive the Premier League again. Oh. Moving on. Oh, wait. Wait. Look, at, look at it. I mean, they've just not done enough. Andres Pereira. Rubbish. He's not rubbish. They've lost Fabio Cavale. I'm just, yeah, I'm just not convinced by by who they brought in. There's a lot of time left. You know, we probably need, is, we yeah. haven't caveated that, <laughs> yeah. but there is a lot of time left. They've they've got a lot of outs. They've not got a lot of ins. It looks like they're just going to be smarter this year and just go down like Norwich, um, whimpering. Yeah, that's smart. Boring. 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 <laughs> right. um, yeah, I, I find it interesting the players they released. Like, it's kind of like there's some weird names in there, like Timmy Abraham, uh, Tammy's brother. Um, mm. Maybe we'll do a tabs on Timmy at some stage. Tabs on Timmy. Uh, Jean Michel Serri, as we like mentioned before, like gone to Hull now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Michael Hector, formerly of of Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, Alfie Mawson, um, who I f- I'm surprised he's released because I, I, well, like I also wonder where he's going to end up as well because I remember he was like he seemed to be he seemed to have his like a moment doing well with Swansea. I think he first came through as. And then Cyrus Christian, not surprised he's released, but um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he's always been. I've always found him really frustrating for Ireland, but like yeah. it's just a yeah a quirky wee list there. Yeah, they haven't released. they haven't done much apart from well, Joapoli is there is gonna remain their headline signing, I think, but he's he does very little else apart from win the ball back. Like he, he just wins it back, passes to the next person, but he's very good at it. Like let's let's say that he's like. A first team Portugal regular, so another team that haven't done much at all. Everton, good God, I I think Everton are fishing that last, but we'll leave that. They look the terrible table. as well. We we, we played them season. like granted, you know you can't take loads from preseason games, but good God, we played them on Sunday. They were terrible, and then Lampard said he how pleased he was with the performance, which Concerning. was an immediate red flag. Yeah. Uh, Odds on being the first manager to get sacked, Lampard. Um, yeah, I mean he's in the conversation, isn't he? Like they looked, yeah. they look awful. They look really, really bad. Like he just doesn't look like he has a clue what to be doing with them. Um, but there also seems to be a lot of talk of, of um, like I haven't seen much transfer talk. I've but seen more talk about like good youngsters being brought through this season from their academy, which will remain to be seen. And like Anthony Gordon's getting linked away, but I'd say they'll hold on to him. Um, well, I think now that they've let Richard, that they've they've made a sale. Like I think that the the big thing, obviously, sort of going into this summer was they would need to sell players in order to yeah. bring anyone in, just because of the nature of their finances over the last few years. Yeah, they've done that in Richarlison, and they've got. Let's be fair, they got a good price for Richarlison there in sixty million. Like that that that's a pretty good offer for a player who, whilst is probably one of their better players, you know, I don't think he was exactly prolific. Um, no. And if they I, reinvest, I, I thought smartly, you know, good money. Yeah, on a freeze, pretty smart as well. Yeah, it's okay. But like, I, yeah, I, uh, you know, I've seen worse shouts than Ali's shout of them to finish dead last. I mean, 
they don't look great. Like they're going to be down there again. I don't think there's any doubt about it. They're going to be in the conversation for relegation now. Especially um, if they don't sign anybody else and it doesn't doesn't look like it to be fair. Yeah. Um it's just this is nothing good there really. No. Alright. Yeah. Uh, uh, Crystal Palace is another team that haven't done much yet. The two two solid signings, Sam Johnston and Jake Decore. I want to start with Decore, uh, because he's uh, he's an interesting story. He was a part of uh, Lons, who went like from up from League Two in 2018 to finish seventh in League One last year, and they like they were they've been pretty solid, like upper mid table team for a couple of years now. So yeah, that he's very like solid. Bonafide. I think Sam box. Johnson on a free is brilliant business as well. Yeah, Sam Johnson on a free is brilliant as well. Um. So yeah, these are two signings that they have made. I don't think they need that much signings. I think they actually, based on the number of signings they did last year, it would be good for them to limit the signings this year. And from a financial standpoint, first of all, but also from a, a chemistry perspective. Mm. I think they'll just want to... With the same spine, pretty much. I think Jake DeCore wanna... is going to start, though. Jake DeCore is amazing. 30, 90, yeah. 93rd percentile progressive carries and passes. And 84th in receptions. So just mm. kind of an absolute shuttle. They, um, Good for them. They, they also signed the youngster from Derby, uh, a Bowie. Uh, or a boy Harry, what do you say to that? Want to have a go at that one, Harry? Uh, uh, it's not in front of it. Uh, you know what? I think you did a pretty good job with that, mate. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> But, uh, I don't. I hit it spot on. That's good. To yeah. Know. Um, we'll call him Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm. Uh, uh, he's he's highly rated. And I saw a wee clip of him earlier. Uh, I think in a match earlier, he he done pretty well. So sign him again. Again, sign in from from the championship. Good young uh, up, upcoming players. Sam Johnson including that. That'll yeah. fit in with with their whole ethos and and, and everything on there. I think on for another good season. Yeah, I feel like they should now just retain Wilfred Zaha for another 10, 15 years. The the transfer saga of him leaving, you know, it was, it's been every transfer window, pretty much bar this transfer window where there's really yeah. not been too many rumours. Yeah. Um, so I just feel like he just needs to stay, you know, because Palace is clearly his home. So um, I hope that's the end of his transfer malarkey. Chelsea. George and Fergal. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's a it's a good it's a good window so far, in my opinion. Obviously, losing Rom is um, hit in terms of ne- having no strikers to replace him, other than you know seemingly someone that we're letting go um, in Brazil. But I'm I'm really impressed. Um, you know, maybe maybe one two more signings can be funded by by a couple of players going out as well, um, whether they're young players or, or not. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But um, yeah, I, I mean, we can't we can't really have any complaints. We've we've not. In my opinion, we've not worsened too much. Obviously, Kula Bali's been playing at the top level for a very long time. Allows us to play in the back four if we need to. Um, with Rudika leaving, you know, it, it's not ideal. You know, not making money out of those players. Um, but the wage wages, you know, Rudika was demanding. You know, it, it's probably a good thing that he's left. We don't want to try and break that that wage structure if there is one at Chelsea. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, Sterling's a fantastic player. Whether he's what we needed is a different question. But I'm pretty happy with Chelsea's squad going in, into the into the year. I will disagree I... with something. 
I feel like it's if you stick with those, it's a very incomplete window because I think I think you still need. At least I'd one be more disappointed as well. Yeah. Yeah, you need at least one more center back, and you need a left back. Do we like? I, yeah, I, I'll tell but, you why. Because Koulibaly is going to play on on the left side of center back. I think Koulibaly struggles with agility, and we've seen it time and time again with Napoli. He struggles with pacey wingers. Take in one-on-one take-ons, and and he like Salah is his worst nightmare. And Liverpool played Napoli so many times over the past like three to four years, and every game there's at least one incident of absolutely getting skinned by Salah because of the acceleration that he uses. Salah just just accelerates past him, and Koulibaly doesn't have the agility, the athleticism to turn. He has the physical strength, sure, and that's kind of why he tried with Salah. Just getting him off the ball in every instance, but he ends up just falling down on the floor or just out, like trying to pull the t-shirt desperately. Uh, it's um, a struggle it... with, with, with those pacey type of wingers. I think he will be targeted a lot. If teams, yeah. are, if teams see this enough and he will need support from the left back. Look, it would be a shame if we lose six points this there. next season with Salah, obviously playing well against them, but I'll be happy if, if, if that's the only points we do drop. Um, no, I, I think Chilwell's good enough. Um, and look, Emerson, um, I don't know. There's a lot of rumours oh, with who will be the backup. Back. Left back. We've, we've got we've got some, some you know, solidly defensive uh, defensive wing backs. Um, uh, I'm I'm pretty happy. I would like one more signing. I think it is, like you said, slightly incomplete, but it's not a disaster class. Fergal? It's not. I, I I'm 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 not convinced. I'm. I still think we might stagnate. Um, I think, it, like it depends how Kai Havertz done does. But I'm more worried about the youngsters we're gonna lose. Like if we lose Levi Cowell, Roja. Roach, I think he just he needs to have a, another loan. I think he's done really well, but um, but I, I I it's a shame if he's not happy to be a second choice striker because I think there is the room in there for him to come in, um, providing that we sell on some of the players. So Ziyech looks like he's going, but then we still have Callum Hudson Odoi, um, uh, Pulisic and Werner. And I, George, the the tier list we done at the start of the window, I think it's pretty spot on from what the rumors yeah. have been. Yeah. Um, I don't think we could have got it much better, really. I, I um um other than Levi Cowell is actually not not anywhere near the the team really, and looks like he's gonna be. Yeah. He's he's got either it looks like there be a transfer out, which I think would just be disaster. And then you bring in Koulibaly, he's got a five year contract. Which I'm, I'm hoping there's options in there, and it's not set in stone five years because he's thirty one now, isn't he? Like, it, yeah. not everyone's a Thiago Silva. That 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 just seems like it, it could be a disaster with with that. Yeah. Um, Kulabali again is another one that wasn't sure if he's a real footballer for a while. All the links he was getting, <laughs> <Why? laughs> he's finally landed. He is like it's just, it's just joke, Ali, because we, we were constantly linked with this guy. But he's like Milinkovic ah, Savage. Yeah. I'm convinced he doesn't it, it, exist. Yeah, <laughs> Milinkovic Savage, Julian Draxler. Like, yeah. did, did these guys he's... actually exist? I get you now. I get what you mean. Um, but um, yeah, no, they like Koulibaly. I, I think he, it's a good sign, and Tifo thought it was a good sign. And uh, you know, well, it must be good it. then. 
Lots of people are, are, are saying it's good. The, the Also, the weird thing I've noticed is Chelsea are targeting um, are poaching loads of young players from academies. I've seen about four or five different uh, players we've poached from academies, including Omari Hutchinson, who is apparently the next big thing from Arsenal. But I'll wait to see it. I don't know why they're signing for Chelsea, other than like maybe they're like, well, even if you don't make it at Chelsea, as long as you don't take the contract, it's still the best place to go. Yeah. To um to get a to go and then Billy Gilmore's been linked to a permanent move away. Harvey Vale's got a year left on oh, contract. Um, and there's someone else that's on. That might be on the move as well to um Everton. Um, and I can't think of who they are now, but. I, I, and we signed a left back from Derby Williams in uh, in January. Mm. Like my point is, we're get we're still getting all of these youth players, but there's just still no pathway. And like with, with losing like a player like Rudiger, there should be a clear pathway for Colwell to come in and and stake his claim. We should be looking to sell on like the likes of Man and Sar and and cut ties with with with. with uh, it's always him. It's always him, isn't it? There really is no reason. I, I, like, there, no, I just but... don't think there's enough players being sold here. <laughs> oh, I think we're going to stagnate. Oh, I think there's going to be yeah. a mismatch to a certain extent. Brighton, not much to say about Brighton. Assigned three youngsters. One of them to like keep an eye out on is Simon Adingra. Uh, Simon Adingra from North Chilean. 14 goal contributions. 10 goals for assists for no chill on last season. He's uh, he's come in with big potential, but that's that's about it. He's right footed, can do either wing. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably their highlight. Not not much else. Um, yeah, that's all. Let's just move on to Brentford. Uh... Not much either. There, Aaron Hickey is the is the main one. It, you just know with Brentford that that some of these are going to be fantastic signings that they've picked up for for extremely <laughs> good 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 prices and and yeah. really low wages. So you know whether they get relegated or not, it doesn't particularly matter in terms of their structure. Um, they'll be okay. But but uh, honestly, I don't know a lot about their signings, and and that's probably a good thing for Brentford. The the goalkeeper. That's the same. Is that the yeah, same one that's on linked to? The goal, yeah, the goalkeeper's getting linked to Chelsea and he's getting tied around all the top teams in Europe. I don't know if that was sure his did. agent just doing his best, but um, anyway, his agent's come up short by the looks of it. But if you're aiming for Champions League and you end up with Brentford, you might be a wee bit <laughs> annoyed. But look, Brentford are well run, so uh, like the yeah. No, but a good good sign for Brentford if um if if he's as good as what his agent would, would tell you. No, he's very good. Um, the problem is that or not not the problem. The interesting thing, I guess, is uh how different he is to David Raya, statistically. I guess maybe maybe that's just being at Lazio, but the differences are significant in terms of the, the sweeping actions. The like the opposite ends in terms of one stays at home, Chukosha. One's operates outside the area a lot, sweeps and stuff. Um, passing one passes short, one passes long. Chukosha's more like old school, a lot more old school. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, it's it's an interesting thing, and I wonder if Chukosha starts and Davidrai becomes actually number two. Um, but 
given the styles of both, I think David Raya still starts, at least for yeah. this first season. And maybe I was going to say, if, if, if David Raya gets dropped, it'll probably be one of the best one-twos in, in the... In the pre- in definitely outside the top six, yeah. Rai is pretty good. Like, um, regardless, so it be, would be if one they're of able to, yeah. Aston Villa, we're going to the, to the home stretch now. Aston Villa, very exciting window, very exciting window. What about Bournemouth? Permanent. Uh oh, no. Bournemouth at the top, mate. Bournemouth, <laughs> Bournemouth are at the top because it, yeah. of the AFC thing. Um, oh, all right. Yeah, Aston Villa are next. Uh, Which is totally wrong, by the way. They shouldn't be at the top. No, yeah, no, no. They should be. They should be. Uh, with Villa B. I, I agree. Um, it shows up on the table, like, before the season starts. It's Brentford, then Arsenal. Like, yeah, it, it bugs the uh, the OCD. Um, but no, Aston Villa have done good stuff. Very good stuff. Well, again, speaking of one-twos in terms of goalkeepers, Robin Olsen signed from Roma, and they have... Uh, obviously, Martinez. Why did I forget his first name? Emmy. Emmy. Emiliano. Uh, but that's that's one of the like as good a one-two goalkeeping hierarchies you ever you you ever see as you will see this season from in, across the Premier League. Uh, Coutinho on a permanent ridiculous that uh, Coutinho has been signed for Aston Villa. Um, like that. That's not something you would have imagined two years ago. Diego Carlos and Bubakar Kamara, two very good mm-hmm. uh, additions as well. I think it stops there. There hasn't been any talk of anything else, but it's good to get the signings in early and build the chemistry class preseason, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Lucas Augustinson is the mm. new signing from from uh, Sevilla alone, but that's that's basically mm. what's happened. They do seem to spend a lot of money, Aston Villa, in terms of sort of, you know, we mentioned poorly, poorly run clubs. You know, if they if they weren't promoted, they they'd be in real trouble. And you know, they didn't perform too well last season, if if we're honest, for the yeah. for the amount they're spending. Um, so so you'd really hope that these players can elevate them. But you know, Felipe Coutinho was there last season. I'm I'm not I'm not as convinced as as, as yourself, Ali. And it looks like Harry agrees. Well, I just I, I just don't like them. You said you hope they elevate them. I don't like their fans oh, are always gobbing yeah. off about how good yeah. they are. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do like the personnel they signed. It obviously will depend on how well Steven Gerrard does with it. Um, but no, Diego Carlos is he's a really good defender, like really good ball player. Mubakar Kamara is like really good anchor, very solid defensively, very good patrol. I think they missed that that piece of midfield their midfield is complete now they they didn't have a solidified anchor Douglas Louise was probably the closest thing to that and he isn't that style so Bubakar Kamara is probably the most important signing out of them the, the new ones really um, well given Coutinho signed Coutinho is a very big one we'll finish on Arsenal given Bournemouth haven't done anything Ryan Fredericks and Joe Rothwell nothing, nothing so far really yeah. take us away Harry Arsenal what do you think so far? You've watched Gabriel Jesus for a couple of games now. Mm-hmm. Fabio Vieira, yep. has he played at, at all? No, not yet. He's carrying an injury at the moment. Um, okay. So he's fitting right in, basically. In <laughs> yeah, was of, uh, <laughs> yeah. He, it was, it's funny, they announced the injuries the other day, and it was him, Tommy Asu, Tierney, Smith Rowe, basically everyone you'd predict um, yeah. is injured. Um, yeah, I, like, look... Um, I think you can't over-index preseason games. You can't get that excited. However, Gabriel Jesus will be the next R9 for us. I have absolutely no doubts. Um, 
Yeah, just like he's great. He's exactly what we needed. I think when you're not in the Champions League, I don't think we could have expected to sign a better striker in the current oh, market. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be very difficult for us without, you know, paying ridiculously over the odds. I think it was a good price, you know, we got him for. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Vieira, like a little bit more unknown, came from sort of left of field. But I think what, you, what you'll see next season with the introduction of five subs is you need more depth and you need more variety to, you know, the different ways in which you're going to play and kind of the, you know, in, in-game stuff that you're able to do. And I think he, you know, fits into what we're looking to do pretty nicely. Um, I would add in the fact that it pretty much looks like Zinchenko's done as well. Obviously, that's not, you know, confirmed, but that's yeah. all but done. So if you're asking me to assess our business kind of up to date, I would probably include that in it and say... Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. I mean, we're, we're doing the things I think we need to do. There still needs to be more, and I think there will be more. Um, but I think what I like, and it started last summer, the groundwork for that was laid in terms of I can see what the strategy is, I can see where we need to improve, and I can see the sort of players we're going for in, a, in certain areas of the pitch to do that. Um, so... You know, I'm encouraged, um, you know, cautiously optimistic about the impact that the players we brought in will make. Um, But, yeah, like overall pretty positive about what we've done. um, And I think there'll be more to come. So, you know, it's sort of, it's a bit abnormal to be on here talking about us getting business done early and kind of not ranting and raving about it because usually, you know, we're we're pissing about till the end of the the window. And it's what cost us at the start of last season. Mm. And, you know, what goes unsaid, I think, is that there's five games before the end of the window, um, which means there's going to be, you know, a premium on getting your business done and getting off to a good start this season. You know, that's that's five of 38 games. It's, it's not an insignificant amount, um, you know, and if you're scrambling around and kind of not ready for the start, then that could cost you. So I think what part of what plays into my satisfaction with what you've done so far is that, we look like we're in a position to start the season, you know, pretty strongly given the fixes we've got, given who we've been able to bring in. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty pleased with it. I'm I'm over. really I'm really impressed with with Arsenal's transfer dealings. Is there is there anyone going out significant? Not really. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I think what we're doing is getting our business done and then going to sort of players right. Okay, it's you know, there's not a spot for you anymore. Which, you know, it can backfire because obviously, you know, if you don't find a buyer, then you're not able to maybe recuperate the money you were looking for. If the buyers are also smarter, they can ask for less. Yeah. Yeah. There are risks associated with it, but I think what sort of has annoyed me over the years is kind of when you get the party line from the club, which is, you know, X needs to leave before you can facilitate a deal for Y. And it's like, what, you know... They don't because they're not in our plans. Like, you know, we, we want to go for a winger, for example. Why should it be contingent on Pepe leaving when we know Pepe's not going to be playing? It's yeah. sort of stuff like that. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a financial part of it that you maybe need to recuperate a certain amount of money and get wages off the books. But really, it shouldn't come into your thinking when you're trying to build a squad um, and get to, you know, a serious level, which we're looking to do. Um, so no, like not not to date, there's not been anyone really that significant that's gone. Obviously, Lacazette's contract yeah. expired. Genduzi's gone to Marseille. Um, Amari Hutchinson obviously went to Chelsea. Um, but mm. nothing that significant, and I don't think there will be. To be honest, like, I think obviously the 
the, the big one was whether Saliba was going to come back and it kind of looks like he is going to be part of at least the immediate future. Um, so I don't think there's anyone that will leave that I'd be particularly like sorry to see the back of, let's put it that way. Um, so yeah. It feels like it's finally uh, at the end of clearing out the deadwood. Uh, yeah. We're reaching that point. Yeah, I think so. I think the squad's been turned over. I mean, you look at sort of when Arteta came in and where we're at now. I, I mean, you've sort of turned over from that point. Yeah, yeah. How many? Rob Holding. How many? He's just been given a new deal, mate. He's not going anywhere. Rob Holding will be one that you know be interesting to see if there's an offer for him. Um, but it's it's weird. It's just kind of un unspectacular, really, what we've done. You know, it's smart. I think is the word for it. Like. Mm. You know, the, the, the profiles of play. I mean, like, obviously, the first thing people probably say is that you're just buying Man City's backup players. But, you know, there's no shame in being a no. squad player for no. arguably the best squad we've seen in Premier League history as a squad. Yeah. Um, if you're a part of that, then you must have something about you. And True, Grealish was a squad player last season. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go, 100 million squad player. And I actually think, like, you know, the, the example I saw used on Twitter, and it's probably not the best one, but it's kind of... It was Liverpool buying Premier League players with a point to prove. And albeit it's slightly different here because you're buying from Man City. But if you look at Jesus, you look at Zinchenko, yeah. they've been kind of on... More so Zinchenko than Jesus, kind of been on the fringes of it, but not quite integral to, you know, the, the, the league titles they've won in the last few years. Yeah. And I think when you bring these guys in and make them, you know, an integral part of what you're doing... You know, there'll be a fire in their belly to come in and sort of maybe prove a few people wrong in terms of they are top class players. And if you put them in an environment where, you know, they, they can lead some younger players, I think it, it, there's definitely a value in it. Um, yeah. So I'm positive. Look, I mean, Spurs have done good business. Chelsea, you know, we spoke about the Chelsea are better than us at this point in time. So, you know, we can get better this season and still not get where we need to be. I'm fully aware of that. But it's, I suppose it's about giving yourself the best possible opportunity. And I think, given what we've done so far, and as I said, because I anticipate there will be more to come, um, I think we'll, I think we'll do that. Uh, what positions oh, do you think? is going to be... Oh, he's going yeah, to be really position. interesting. What um, positions did you say, Ali? Yeah, what positions would you... Do you I, I think I think it'll be another midfielder. And that, obviously that depends on Zinchenko, I suppose, kind of what they have planned for him. Because obviously, you know, you've seen he can operate in midfield. Yeah. But I definitely think there'll be another forward. I think you don't go for... I know the Rafinha one was a, sort of unique in the sense that it, the, the opportunity arose because they thought Barcelona wouldn't be, be able to afford it. So maybe that was one of those where you move on something because it's kind of unexpected. But I still think that they'll look to bring another forward in because I mentioned I think Pepe will go. And even if he doesn't go, I just don't think he's part of the plans. No. And then you're a little bit light in those forward areas. So I think definitely another forward. And I'd would, I'd think another midfielder. The Tielemans one is interesting because sort of it seemed like we were, you know, he was asked, you know, for the taking at the start of the window. And we've kind of just sat on that one for a bit, moved on some other deals. and. I mean, I think you've seen with Leicester, we didn't talk about it, but they haven't signed anyone because they need to sell players and get players off the books. And I think we probably are aware of that. And because there are no you know, other forthcoming bidders, I think we'll wait and then maybe we'll, we'll move back on that one. So, yeah, I think a midfielder and another forward, I think, will be what we'll look to do. Fabulous. And that's all she wrote. I think we'll finish on that because Bournemouth haven't done anything really and are going down. Um alongside Everton yep. and one more but 
we'll get well, to the, we'll get to the table <laughs> later on uh before the start of the season perhaps but well perhaps we have to right but of course of course yeah, i want to retain my crown you want to retain your crown and yeah. oh, oh the FBI, i'll take one up right. is coming up soon i have like one yeah we, we don't need to talk about that for the for the summer season yeah we don't we don't okay so thank you for listening um we will be back next week with another episode we are on twitter jf underscore pod we're on spotify apple and youtube so whatever platform you're watching on if you've reached that point i'm guessing you've liked it so if you're on youtube like subscribe uh share it around if you're on spotify hit the follow and uh if you're on app podcast it would be very appreciated if you give us a review um that is not something we promote very much and would service the world of good. But we will be back next week with another episode. Probably Harry's going to be the one hosting that time. Uh, but... You've done a good job, mate. You've done a good job. Don't worry. I, I appreciate it, Harry. Welcome back to the podcast. All right. We will see you guys soon. Cheers.